Hey, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Earl G, owner of the Main Event Podcast. Got another virtual episode. I got a really, really gorgeous follower on the line. Uh, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Kelly. As I said, I am a follower of his on Twitter. Okay, tell you want to tell them about yourself? Uh, sure. Um, well, I'm very active on Twitter, of course, and oh, uh, I'm also a mental health professional. Plug your Twitter. Um, oh, my Twitter, R U D underscore K E L. Y'all follow me. I'm I'm really funny most of the time, and then I get serious. So y'all facts. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you say you do mental health work, right? Yeah, um, I've been a mental health professional going on about three years, and I'm almost completely licensed to be a therapist probably within the next eight months. I'll be done, and I'll be uh, licensed to do that. Word? Yes. I need a new therapist. <laughs> uh, I can refer you to one. I don't know if I'll be a good oh, one. I see my tweets. I wouldn't be a good therapist. Is she black? <laughs> what? Are they black? Yeah. Oh. She's black therapist. Okay, that's what I need. What's, okay. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> you wouldn't be a good therapist for me? No, I don't usually like to take. Uh, I've had people request me on Twitter when they find out that I, I do I can do talk therapy um, as a counselor in training and stuff. And I'm like, no, because you get to see my tweets. And I think that's not good. I'm not going like to take your tweets serious, <laughs> though, man. Come on. Yeah. You know, oh man. Well, I do mental health. I do mental health check ins. Mm-hmm. So, so how you doing? Oh, on the scale of one to ten, I'm about eight today. Really? Mm-hmm. What are you normally? About a six or seven, depending on how stressed I am that day. What's What's usually a six or seven? What makes you a six or seven? Being really, really busy, um, having like kind of scat- being scatterbrained and stuff brings me down to like a six or seven. But today I'm an eight because I didn't have very much to do today, so I got to chill a lot. Okay, what makes you lower than a six or seven? Um, usually external influences, something like uh, death. <laughs> that extreme, does it for everybody. <laughs> like you know, death, grief. Um, Maybe illness and myself will bring me below that. Yeah. Um, things like that will usually bring me other like a six into like a five, four, three, two. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, me and you had a back and forth yesterday on Twitter. We did. <laughs> um, I like where your mindset is at on a lot of. Your mind, if I cuss, right? Okay, like your mind's on a lot of shit you were saying. I like it. Mm-hmm. I love a lot of it. What was your take on the video with this with this girl, well, with this lady that was talking to this this stupid ass dude? Because I agree with a lot of shit he was saying, mm-hmm. but mm, you look at his other videos, yeah, he's he's a weirdo. Yeah. Um. Kevin Samuels, just some background for people who haven't seen the video, Kevin Samuels is uh, an advice person who's like kind of specializes in like luxury brands and colognes and stuff like that. And some kind of reason he's giving people life advice right now, which I don't think he's qualified to do. <laughs> um, but he, you know, he's created this platform for himself. And of course, in social media, you go with where the 
the um, engagement is, and that's what he's chosen to do with this life advice stuff. Um, so that video yesterday, it focused on a single mother who had preferences on people that she wanted to date, and she said she liked high-quality men, and also that she's very uh, she keeps very strong boundaries with her body, meaning that she doesn't sleep with every man who wants to sleep with her, kind of things like that. And he um, kind of attacked her in a way that was very rude and also um, belittled, belittled her and berated her for being a single mom. And that really struck a chord with me because, honestly, who is this guy to be doing that to anybody, you know? Yeah. Um, damn. <laughs> uh, he definitely attacked her because that was, like, really aggressive, the shit he was saying. But I think the whole point that she kept saying was that she's stingy. I, get, I don't know if it was just her wordplay. Mm-hmm. But she said, I'm really stingy with my pussy. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Like, okay, you've already given it away. Like I said, you can do whatever you want with your body. That's your body. Don't don't get it fucked up. You can do whatever you want to do with your body. But it's like, I feel like, why didn't you have this same self-respect to have like these high profile dudes? It's like, don't go fuck like 10 or 11 like bad dudes. And then you want to like, okay, well, nah, I know this self-respect now, so I'm going to make everybody pay. No, mm-hmm. it's not cool. Mm-hmm. I hear you. But I mean, but, but saying all that, you say, like, there's a bunch of assumptions that you make. One is that she didn't use discernment with her baby daddy. We don't know that man. Yeah. We don't know their relationship. So it's really hard to say, well, you did it with him and you didn't use discernment because he may well present it as a good dude and people fall apart all the time, you know, for many different reasons. True. Um, and relationships don't work. Um. But as far as the thing that struck a chord with me, she didn't use the word stingy, which I yeah. mean, she could just say discerning and it would have probably been taken differently by people. Um, but my, my biggest piece of it is that there was an air of, from him, yeah. Kevin Samuels, and entitlement. like, I'm sorry, go ahead. I felt like it was like a bunch of entitlement from him. Yeah, it was yeah. like, no, you're you're not supposed to have any boundaries with your body. You've already given up your womb without a ring. And I'm like, who are you? What, what is this? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, you're, you're telling this lady that she no longer has body autonomy because she's had a child? Like, since when? Since when is that a thing? You know, it, that that's the biggest part of it for me that really threw me off and just figured, like, this guy is just, just wrong and I'm never going to listen to anything he has to say because that's a really strong pl- place to posture yourself in yeah. an argument about women's bodies. You know? I think just her delivery on what she was saying was really fucked up too because mm-hmm. you just say oh well I'm stingy with my pussy and I don't just let anybody fuck so who exactly do you let fuck she didn't answer that did she get a chance to yeah he just he just jumped he jumped, he jumped at her throat before she even did that but still it was just like hold on well I'm you she could have said something like well I'm look well I, I done did some like fucked up shit back then but I'm looking mm-hmm. for a certain type of dude now Mm-hmm. Now, if you're talking to me, we'll say something like that. But if you just say, no, nah, I'm stingy and I don't really want to fuck you because you're not up here, mm-hmm. but you showing me you down here. So why do I have to be up here? Why do you why do you have this high standard for me? But you don't even have this high standard for yourself. It's true. I mean, I would say as a mom, I'm not a mom, okay. like, but as a mother, you know, right, talk you about this. So you will like come into people's your, your kid's life. Like, you will be with me. You got my kids. I got my kids to think about, you know. Why shouldn't I raise my standard when there's other little people looking up to me? You know? Mm. 
That's a whole nother. That's a whole different ball game, about. though. That's a whole different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like. Shouldn't, sh- shouldn't her standards be raised when she becomes a mother just a little true. bit True, very true. That I do agree with. Mm-hmm. But if you just start saying like, no, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, I respect that, mm-hmm. and I can't really say nothing, but you have to accept what comes with that too. Mm-hmm. And that may be being lonely, which may be fine, you know? that A part of it is when you raise your standards, you essentially shrink your dating pool a lot yeah there's certain things you won't accept and that makes your dating pool even smaller and then there's it's even smaller because there's some guys out there who refuse to date single mothers for whatever reasoning you know so your dating pool is already skippy so when you do make those kinds of uh requirements for your partners it shrinks the dating pool and she's got to be okay with being alone i mean that's the truth for all of us not just single moms everybody yeah when you raise your standards people don't really meet it sometimes and they get kind of out of your dating pool. They want you to lower your standards because they standards ain't even that high. Mm-hmm. Especially with men. Mm-hmm. Explain that. I don't really understand what you mean by that. A lot of men, men a lot of men don't even know where they're going in life, but they want their woman to be like this finished product. Mm-hmm. Like they want you to get in the car with them, but they don't know where they're going. They don't even That's have no, scary, right? They don't even have no gas. Uh <laughs> They call need a tune-up. They call had all chances since they got it. Uh, you might have to give him some gas money to get where the fuck y'all trying to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not just her. It's just, like, like I said, it's men too because some men that won't even accept her kids. They just going to be like, well, I can't really fuck with you because you got kids, but that was before them because dudes are shallow like that too. That's a shame. Like, what about someone having kids makes them undateable uh they know they they can't really just do whatever the fuck they want to do mm-hmm. when the kids around because kids be knowing See? and kids be cock blocking too they'll, they'll <laughs> <laughs> they will not let you get your shit off dude why did my lights go out did your lights go out yeah well why though <laughs> what the you gotta tell people where you're at. I was talking about you in Texas. I'm in Louisiana Lysa. Oh my gosh. Oh, honey, oh well, you don't need to see me in order to do this because I can continue to talk. <laughs> oh, well, we good. We're gonna keep it going. Let's keep it going. It's not about me at all. Yeah. Um, That's fucked up. But, yeah, <laughs> I just seen I'm this. Energy is garbage. Oh. Really. Yeah. But kids, I would say, like, look, going back to like with kids and dating someone with kids. I, the, the big piece of it is like the value piece of it for me like do men really do see women you know with kids as a lesser value for some other reason oh man uh, that's something I think about a lot like my son's mom I like I'm starting to value her a little more mm-hmm. because I what I watched her go through trying to get my son here Mm-hmm. Uh, but far as like other people, like outside of her, uh, most dudes would like call a woman that don't want to fuck really early, call her damaged goods, or she for the streets, or she got miles, or she got bodies, or whatever. Or you, you not, you don't even deserve to be happy or be loved and shit like that by a real man or whatever because you come with kids. That's such a harsh criticism. 
You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, moms are amazing. Like, I'm a huge mom advocate because there's so much sacrifice and love and work and, like, magic that goes into getting pregnant and bringing your child into the world. All mothers, not just mothers that are in my life. Yeah. Like, I have a huge respect for moms in general because that's such a, an amazing thing to, you know, take on is being motherhood. And I think we've kind of lost our way in regards to the value of women in that sense, if that makes sense, because... If you really look at women and motherhood, we would value women a whole lot more because of just literally us creating life out of nothing, you know, yeah. and bringing it into the world and like creating a progeny and, you know, a next generation. And that's awesome for keeping women are keeping the system going of people, you know, and to just kind of discount them and be like, oh, she had a kid. Damaged goods, ouch, damn. <laughs> no. I just brought a kid into the world and some fucking guy calls me damaged goods. Who the fuck is this guy? Well, most My dudes that do that, me, you know? <laughs> well, most dudes that do that, they don't even take care of their own kids. Like, it's a, you, know, you know what's crazy that what these niggas don't tell women mm-hmm. is that a lot of these niggas out here, there's another man taking care of their kids. Yeah. I can't relate. I can't relate though. Already gigantic egos, I can't relate though. I can't relate. Some other guy kind of replaced you. And they and some dudes be okay with that because they feel like, oh well, I don't have. Some dudes feel like they off the hook. Mm-hmm. And I can't relate, but you know, this ain't about me. Um, <laughs> but that's I don't know. Some in some cases, like a woman with some kids, that might be. I don't want to shit on men, but I'm about to do it. Uh, they they feel like taking care of a woman and her kids is too much because a lot of dudes struggle to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Did you see his other video when he was talking to that dude? I didn't. I don't think I saw. What did it say? Uh, he asked him how much money he made every two weeks. He asked him how tall he was. He asked him how much did he weigh. Uh, did he have a big dick? Pause. And uh, <laughs> he asked him something else. He, oh, it was he basically the dude said that women should give him choose up vibes. So like you out whatever, and he feel like you I shouldn't approach women like at all. Mm-hmm. Some more entitlement. So the guy felt like he. Yeah. Women should just flock to him. Yeah, yeah, it just chews up. Uh the fucking dude was he said, How much do you weigh? He was just like, uh like he was dancing around the question. He was like, How much he like two what? He was like, uh, on a good day, two eighty to two eighty five. So the big dude. Kevin called him a fat fucker. He said, well, How tall are you? He said, uh like five ten. He was like, okay, how much money do you make? He said, uh, I'm 20. I make like 800 every two weeks. So he said, okay, well, you make less than 10,000 a month. Oh, 10,000 a year. He said, you got a big dick. He was like, uh, he's like, it ain't crazy, but, you know, it's, he said, no, that's not what I asked you. He said, do you have a big dick? He was like, man, I don't, I don't really know about that type of question. He said, do you have a big dick? You, you know if you have one or not. And Kevin just started reading this nigga, man. Like, he was just like, okay, first of all, you ain't got no big dick. You fat. And you don't have no money. You can't even do nothing for a woman. And you can't even fuck her because your dick's small. Like, goodbye. Like. Damn, just drag him. <laughs> she was crazy. Like, what? 
That shit was crazy, man. Yeah, like, I mean, but was it even, with any of that stuff, with all that stuff said, was it helpful to do to, like, just get destroyed in front of a group of people? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. Like, some dudes, I, I mean, like, a lot of dudes would, like, answer those questions that Kevin was asking for. They, like, with me, I'm 6'5", like, 250. I make 60000 a year and my shit is crazy. Like, I can answer those questions, but mm-hmm. it's like, why the fuck are you asking another man that? Right. <laughs> He's trying to get all the information he could to destroy him, I guess. Yeah. You know? that, but Kevin's a fucking capper, so they, they be gay. Kappa's mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 fight back. This man is attacking y'all. They be moist, man. That dude, that dude is gay. He um, I just he has some some real strong opinions. I don't know his sexuality, but he has some real strong opinions. He's but, really um, he's a really spicy dude. He's a very well dressed man, very slim suit. A very spicy kind of guy. I wear I wear slim stuff, but mm-hmm. that is a very spicy dude. I mean, I'm a pretty big dude though, but that's a spicy dude. <laughs> a spicy dude. He is, a spicy re- he, he is a really sim- moist, like <laughs> German chocolate cake type shit. Mm-hmm. So. I, I really think he should have stayed in his lane of just like reviewing luxury products and smelling cologne. I don't think he needed to get into the realm of giving people life advice. Because I also just saw that he has he has back child support for an adult. You see, oh, you seen that? Today? Oh man, it's like yeah. he, he got a warrant and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you. awful <laughs> lot of awful lot of things to say for a person with a lot of things going on, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah, he, he got a uh, daughter in Oklahoma or some shit that he don't. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. He, got he had a lot to say about everybody else. Yeah, that is, check yourself. That is not okay. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, I will. I will say you know, him being direct and and very like abrupt and rude to people it seems to be a brand that people like nowadays with like life advice. Whoa, how? Because people are sensitive. People are sensitive, but they like to see other people being torn to shreds. Does that make sense? Very Like, true. as long as it ain't on them, it's cool. Like, but he has a large audience of probably the most sensitive people in the world who watch him tear other people up who have the, I guess, quote-unquote, bravery to call him and ask him for <laughs> You know? He's weird. Like, he... I don't know. Like, I feel like he, he could give advice... I don't even feel like he can give advice to men because I wouldn't listen to shit he'd be talking about. But women like rate yourself. You see this video? Where he rate yourself, and she was like, "I'm a, she was like, I'm a ten anyway, regardless." That's cool, ma. You could be a ten in your mind, but he was like four, like, which is object, which is subjective as hell. Like, what the fuck? Rating other people. <laughs> Who is this nigga, yourself? man? That's so subjective. <laughs> who, who cares what some guy in a tight suit thinks your number is? Like, if you think you a 10, baby girl, do you? You a 10, when you get dressed, you be feeling yourself, and you've accepted everything, even your flaws, then you a 10, baby. Do your thing. But who's this guy in a suit and oh. big old horn rim glasses telling you that you a 4? I watched his uh, like, I watched his interview <laughs> with somebody today. He, His hair, that none of that hair is real. All that shit is like hair fiber, color enhancement. Like, that shit ain't real. He's a, he's a yeah he old ass man yeah he's an old man screaming at 20 and 30 somethings about how they should live their life <laughs> dude's a fucking loser man <laughs> I 
I don't like him. I don't like him, and I wish he would go back to, like I said, doing what he was doing before. He's not going to do that because what he was doing before, he said in a, also, he said in a video mm-hmm. that the... Uh, like that, that part of what he was doing, that shit is like over with. So he got he got to do something else. Mm-hmm. So he's done. Did you see the video with B Simone screaming <laughs> about her opinions on? What, okay, you know, what's your what's your take on what she said? Because you know she had that other shit that she said back in the day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's your take? Um, you know what she she what she was mostly screaming about how like you know screaming. a man a guy with X Y and Z and not being able to deliver on her end of the bargain like what does a woman bring to the table if they're going to demand all these stuff of whatever the men are bringing to the table you know you want a guy with a nice nice car good job mm-hmm. money whatever materialistic shit and she's like you don't bring anything to the table and um i would say that it was oddly directed at women when it could have been directed to anyone especially black women like she really was going in yeah, and like cutting us kind of deep yeah. and I was like if you look statistically at where black women are black women are doing really really well statistically most degree good jobs a lot of management work we're doing good Yeah, you know she was speaking to a, a population of women who maybe aren't at that level of you know you know doing things for themselves and like you know demanding things like I can understand that but it, that could be directed to anybody but she really just like really had a pointed discussion at black women we were like girl are we the only ones out here like that like what are you mm, talking about she was that's talking, my only caveat with that my only issue with that I feel like she was talking mostly to like single ass hurt hoe like committee type women like that that ain't really figured this shit out they haven't really figured out life yet Right? Are you talking about young women? Like, well, no. Nah. It's some. It's some. It's some old women. Right it's some old women in their thirties that ain't got life figured out. They still running around saying niggas ain't shit. I get that. Yeah, I would agree. I know some boy, and it's like, boy, you are a hurt hoe, boy. <laughs> Not a hurt hoe. <laughs> you is a bitter bitch. You know, but I that video was just loud, and she could have made points delivered a whole lot better. And she gave some really odd specifics that I was like, "Are you talking to like one person specifically?" I'm like, trying to tell you, there was there was some real specific. Very stuff. personal. Talk to your mom in six months. Like, who the hell is she talking to? My mom is <laughs> in the next room. No, nah, like, for real. <laughs> my mom's up the street. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that shit Wait. sounded personal. Wait, say that one again. That shit sounded personal. Yeah, it did. Like, she was talking to, like, one specific person that maybe pissed her off that day, and she decided to make a video to um, inform the masses of her opinion or something like that. But, you know, my only thing, her delivery sucked. But, I mean, you know, bringing stuff to the table is an important discussion. Um, Preferences and stuff is an important discussion. So, but screaming it at people and directing it to a certain type of person and then just saying splattering black women as a label and sending it out there it was really a good move oh uh, did you agree like what like she would have just toned her shit down and really talk with some sense because be Simone don't talk with sense no way i can't mm-hmm. i can't really trust the whole with the, uh, eyebrow part uh, <laughs> but if, if she was talking like me and you talking would you would you agree with anything that she was talking about i would have finished the video uh, <laughs> I didn't finish it. I was like, she's over here squawking. I'm about to just yeah, turn this shit right on. It hurt to listen to. But, I'm sorry, go ahead. It's, it hurt to listen to. Oh, you break it up. Am I really? Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. 
But they hurt to listen to. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want us to open a discussion about, like, you know, preferences, what you would like your partner to bring to the table, what can you do to make a relationship work, um, shared resources and responsibility, absolutely. That's a discussion that can be had. But just finger pointing and just being like, walk, walk, walk. Girl, ain't nobody trying to listen to all that. You could have a dis- discussion without being allowed. Yeah. And super duper specific. Like, if you just want to have a discussion, we can have it. But yeah, I hate those type of videos online, though. Like the preachy ones. Yeah. Who's this? Nice girl. Save that for the Lord. Don't nobody want to hear that. <laughs> oh my god! I think she got a boyfriend now too. But she wasn't saying this shit like before. Yo, good luck to you. Like, my dude can't work no 9 to 5. Like, what the fuck? And I was like, girl, shut the fuck up. Girl, like, last time I saw Beast Simone, she does not work in 9 to 5. But I did see her two years ago at Essence for, like, the little comedy show thing. And people was getting up to go get drinks while she was on stage. Like, she wouldn't. Yikes. Yikes. They was getting up and going to get a drink and stuff. That girl was just hollering on stage. What is it that she do? Because I don't even know. Like, I know she's on Wild and Out. She's on Wild and Out. Well, she got her little platform about being loud on Instagram and getting her follower, getting like a kind of like a following. And that's all she does now is like scream at her phone. And is it, is that the same out. girl that said, baby girl? Is that, that's, is that her? What was that? Is that the one that'd be like, baby girl? I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's her. Oh, that's her. kill her. And, you know, it's, like I said, I don't like all that screaming at the phone, preachy stuff. And,. You, there's ways to have this discussion without it being like I don't know I just don't like those pointed discussions where you're just gonna label all black women why are y'all asking for all this and y'all ain't got and I'm like girl you don't know what I got who is this for you know what I'm saying <laughs> just, what you got over there yeah what I got obviously no lights oh uh, chill out pitch black pitch <laughs> <laughs> black for no reason you look good Actually, in the dark though. fuck it looks like out in the dark but you know what I got I mean enough (laughs) whoa what's enough (laughs) I don't know what's enough I got a job okay and a car okay and I live in a home okay and it usually has lights on chill and I have good relationship with my parents and uh close-knit family good friends I go on vacation sometimes. I have a pretty decent Ooh, life. Oh, you living and good. Be Simone, I'm be Simone. Told me that I need. I've been enough. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Fuck be Simone, yeah, man. We don't care about what you think, man. Fuck be Simone. <laughs> I don't care about what she thinks. I man. mean, but do you feel the same way when like women drag for men on the timeline, and you feel like they don't see like it's kind of like a generalization. Uh, I think she tried. I, you could tell she has a she went and got a boyfriend or somebody to give her some crazy dick or something. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like mm-hmm. from a man's perspective that's looking at that, you it's like you trying too hard to be a pick me bitch. Like you trying too hard mm-hmm. to try to be on dude's sides, and it's like no, because we know what you said months ago last year. We know what you said. So what changed from right. that video to this video? Cause it ain't that much growth that fast. It's just, it's just not. You never know. Maybe she went on a retreat. Maybe she retreat my ass. No. <laughs> nah, man. You got some good dick, and you felt good that morning to post that bullshit. You, she didn't even have a bra on. Mhm. Uh, she woke up, crust in her eyes. Hey, you ain't even had breakfast yet, man. You ain't brush your teeth for nothing. <laughs> 
know, but my question was, how do you feel about, like, the generalization of women, like, on the timeline or in those videos about men? Not cool with that. Stuff like that. Not cool with that, because I've, I've, met, I've met really great women, and I just, mm-hmm. they just got away from me. But I don't, I don't never put, especially when it comes to black women, a lot of black women are different. Y'all are different in so many ways, so I'm not, I never do all women is because... It's I always do some, but not all. I don't ever just put y'all all in one box like, oh y'all, y'all all gonna do this, all, because I don't believe in dating outside of my race. I just don't. I just mm-hmm. I don't do that. Like I fuck some something out of reparations, whatever, whatever my excuse is that day when I've been drinking. But as far as just a family, you have to be, you have to be black. You just have to. I mean, mm-hmm. but a lot of dudes. Will probably agree with B Simone, but mm-hmm. most of them dudes that agree with her, they mad at their mamas or they dating white women or they they doing something fucked up because they didn't want to date they didn't want to date black women because y'all not gonna let men get their shit off the way they want to get their shit off with other races. So just putting black women all in a box, man, that shit I'm not cool with that. I agree, and I don't like when they do it to men, to men either, because I've met some really great guys, and I would hate to have them be boxed out, you know, by, you know, just the opinion of some women who are probably really upset, you know, at the moment. Yeah. So we got to kind of look at it as this way. Yeah, men and women both can use some growth in in the places where they need growth, right? Mm-hmm. And can work on the things that they need to work on individually, individually but it's um, not really good to have a blanket statement that all men are all women because that's not accurate at all and it's given <clears throat> it's doing a disservice and i think it's creating an, an a men versus women type of dynamic that we don't really need mm. like it can become a battle of the sexes sometimes and then it'll be like well fuck all men or fuck <laughs> all women and then you know you're kind of stuck in this box where you have like some resentment toward a, the opposite gender even though you're attracted to them and you're constantly fighting the urge to want to be coupled versus I'll just be single because that's just better for me because niggas ain't shit or bitches ain't shit or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It can kind of perpetuate that idea. And I have a problem with that. I don't know. What, what do you think? You can't say fuck all women because you're going to be gay? <laughs> that's not a good right. idea. But hey, what, what you like to do, that's what you like to do. But I'm not yeah. going to say fuck women. <laughs> Nah, you know bro. why not? You know, just switch teams. Try nah, guys. Bro, women bro, nah, I'm first, cool. You know? I'm, I'm just deal with the attitude <laughs> and all. Fuck that. <laughs> just try me. I mean, you nah. know, because okay, this may be this might be sound odd to you, but men are very, very much attached to their homeboys and communicate way better with their homeboys than they ever do with the women that they date. Is this what this I've this is the talk you want to have? Okay, but I just no 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 no. You have to go there. That's what you want to do. But okay, it's an observation. Um, I feel like with most dudes that's really cool with their homeboys, I'm at an age where I I see niggas try to like prove to their homeboys, yeah, I don't fuck with this woman. If you doing that, that's some gay shit. It is. If you just, if you know, because I, cause I used to be really guilty at that shit. Like, I would be like, man, I don't really fuck with her like that, man. But why the fuck are you trying to prove yourself to a homeboy that's going home to his woman every night? That's weird shit. Like, she, his, I mean, your homeboy, he getting his, he getting his shit sucked by his woman every night. And you still, you out here trying to prove to a dumb nigga that you not a dumb nigga for loving your woman. 
that's weird. It's it's odd. I don't get that. That's gay shit. And with me, huh? Is it? Yeah. But when it comes to the women aspect, and we just leave all that other shit over there, uh, I feel like with the communication part of your question, um, women, you know, you see the Twitter shit. Oh, I want a nigga to love me like he love his homeboys or he love his barber mm-hmm. and shit. Uh, women, women have to be able to make it a safe place for your dude to come talk to you like he talked to because because most because oh, most cases your my homeboys really don't give two three. Two, two downs and three fucks about what I'm talking about. They don't, man, they don't care. The dudes I laugh at on Twitter, those are my best friends. I've been knowing these niggas for years. But real life, they don't give a fuck about what I be talking about because they got their own shit they dealing with. Mm-hmm. But I would feel more comfortable talking to them compared to talking to like somebody else because it's like, okay, well, every time I come tell you something, your emotions, that's one thing that women really struggle with is control of their emotions so if every time i come tell you something you're going off it's judgment you get mad but it's like ma'am i didn't even have to fucking come tell you this i could have just told somebody else but i brought it to you because you're supposed to be right here with me but you're not you you just like you really just using what i'm telling you to be mad about something else later on because you're gonna do what the fuck you want to do or whatever well you know with that specifically it sounds like you're you're dealing with someone who doesn't truly know how to communicate with you or can see you objectively enough to for you to come with them with the problem and they can kind of set their own stuff aside to be there for you in that moment because you know if you're going to use that as fuel to the fire of the next argument then Mm -hmm. that's not a person that you need to be with in general because that person doesn't have a healthy communication style and has weird attachment issues where you know the only way they'll see you as valuable to them is if you're always nice and always kind and mm, always perfect. You know what I'm saying? That's never the case, really, with me. And that's never the case with anybody. Yeah, so. You know, if the only way you're with somebody is if they never, ever, always, always are absolutely perfect all the time, that is unreasonable expectation <laughs> for another human. Yeah, you got to get away from me. Yeah. Got to get away from me, man. Like, and you know, if you feel like, and if, you know, this for anybody who's listening, if you feel like, you know, your partner isn't really hearing you or you can't have any deep discussions with that, with them, really explore that and see why it's so surface level and you can't have those deeper discussions without it turning into an argument. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Get it? Also, get a therapist. Everyone should have a therapist. I know they're expensive, but. What about women? Find someone to talk to. Talk to them and see if you can get another some insight. What about women? Because I know I was guilty of this shit. Like where I would like put up this like mirage or whatever that it's a mm-hmm. safe place to talk to me. And when I get mad, it's like okay, well, I'm about to use everything you just said against you. So how would I fix something like that within myself? Within yourself? Yeah. Because I know it's an issue that I've had before, but I, I don't really do it now because I. I, I like talk. I talk a lot about myself, but I had this problem before where I would sit back and just study people, mm-hmm. and I would just learn all this shit about people, and nobody really knows really shit about me. But a lot of people know a lot of shit about me now. So how would I try to like rebuild that bridge of this is a safe place? So it sounds like the issue that you're having is that. Um, 
um, you don't really open up to a lot of people, but you want other people to open up to you. Is that what I mean? Yeah, but it's like I don't, I don't want you to have like dirt on me, but I can just really have whatever on you. So if you just like mm -hmm. really take me there, then we're just gonna go there. That sounds like you have really big trust issues. It sounds like you have a wall up. Yeah. You know, so stop reading me. Stop I'm reading sorry. me. Stop. <laughs> I mean, you asked me. <laughs> I know. You asked me. It's a. It's a. That's a response to maybe your trust being broken in your in your past, where you felt like you confided in someone and it came back to to bite you in the butt. Yeah. You know. But I would say if um, you have that wall up, one thing that you can do is talk to somebody outside of you that is completely objective. Um, to help you kind of lower your guard and stop being so hyper vigilant of other people and very protective of your own self. That's something that you could work through with like a professional. Okay. Because I wouldn't recommend you just finding some chick <laughs> or one of your friends. How do you know that? To no, experiment with that on because it's going to take a lot longer than a couple of conversations to really work on, you know, the root of the problem yeah. and get to, you know, a place where you feel comfortable and know your boundaries with people um and not have such um what we call those is very tight boundaries they're very like closed boundaries where you let no one in um and work on opening your boundaries identifying safe people in your life that you can share stuff with and not fear like it's gonna bite, come back to bite you do right. boundaries really exist or it just is it like some imaginary shit that only you can see do boundaries really exist yeah absolutely <laughs> do that so uh, boundaries yeah. yes so there's tons of tons and tons of boundaries um let's just for an example use the boundary of a door like a literal physical boundary right okay a door is closed nothing on, if you lock it nothing else on the other side can come in right okay that's a closed boundary right okay an unlocked door would be more of like getting a kind of a balanced boundary where you let the people in who you want to let come in and you can keep out the things that you don't want to keep out but you're not shutting out the world okay like what you do with a locked door a completely open door is a porous boundary where everything from the outside is allowed to come in so think about that in your house if you left your front door open no about a boundaryless house you'd have everything from roaches to people in your house right yeah. everything on the outside comes in right so you want to be able to manage who comes in and out of your space and they exist and they exist in all forms of life whether it be in romantic relationships financial relationships business partnerships co-workers all that stuff you get to decide you know how much you get to share with people and you know how much you open up to people and things like that they exist mm. Even if it's the door of your house or your heart, whatever. Chill. Chill out, wordplay. Oh, okay. Um, what question do I have for you? Uh, do you feel like is it hard for women to highlight the good in men instead of their flaws? Depends on what kind of conversation is going on <laughs> okay so if you okay so here goes the second part to that question okay so you had to shout out one dude from your past that did something good for you could you right now mm -hmm. absolutely who is he and what did he do um it is going to have to be my friend caleb and one Day last year I told him to help me um, I asked him to come and help me open my shed so I can get my lawnmower out 
and he came over to my house with his lawnmower and just cut my grass. That was the nicest thing. A fucking king. A fucking king. A king. <laughs> that was a really nice thing. And y'all wasn't boyfriend, girlfriend? Y'all weren't fucking or nothing like that? No, he's my homie. Okay. See, a lot of women can't do that. Because, like, a lot of women... Okay, can you shout out somebody that you were with that did something nice for you? They did, like, something really, really good for you that you probably can't forget. Yeah. Um. So, I had, once upon a time, a man I was supposed to marry, but we have since broken up. But when we were together, he taught me how to cook really well. And I still have some of those skills that I left with mm. and that was pretty cool and i appreciated him taking the time out to teach me some of his things that he knew because his dad was a chef so yeah what did he teach you how to cook oh he just taught me like cooking methods so i wasn't very good with learning like the basics of you know what goes in at what time and just like that kind of stuff so my meals would be good but they would could be better yeah prepared and stuff like that so that's kind of where he helped me out with like you know actual the steps to cooking Okay. And from beginning to end, and I, it really helped me out be a better cook. So yeah, shout out to Ryan. Oh, you shouted him out. Chill out, mom. Yeah, oh, man. that's what I'm talking mind. about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Because a lot of women are not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. That is what's up. Okay. I mean, can you do that? Can you do the same about women in your past? Maybe it didn't work out. But you I can shout out. A, I can shout out the last five. The last five. The last five of them. I can shout out my son's mom. I can shout out Asia for giving me my kid. Uh, I can say that I made her. She said that I made her like an emotional punching bag. I wouldn't really say that. I would say uh, a mental punching bag. I was if it's if it just had to be a punching bag, I'd say mental. Uh, the ex before was a girl named Maya. Now that was my emotional punching bag. This girl named Deanne, she watched me like go through like crazy. It's people outside sliding. What the fuck? I don't know. You can hear that, but uh, people outside like crashing. Uh, but she watched me go through like crazy health issues. Mm-hmm. And then this girl, this girl named Danielle, she watched me like let myself go. So I can shout them out, but they all like helped me get her. So. Yeah, shout out to them for helping you in, when you're in rough spots. Yeah, it's very strong people. So yeah, to deal with me, shit, I would have killed me a long time ago. Mm. Mm. The, the, the support that you get from women—that's why, I, like I said, women—the salt of the earth. They are. Are they? Mm. Yes. But All those women that you listed have gone through so much stuff with you. And very wholesome, yeah, because I put them through some shit. Especially like put my son's mom. They, we be up and through it. We can be going through it with our partners sometimes. And God, I hate to, I hate, I hate it because I was like, God, the struggle is just so real. And that, you know, even though you're going through something at the same time, she is going through something, right? By seeing men, the men in your life go through that stuff, you know? And wanting to help and sometimes feeling helpless you know sometimes you know the helper needs help too i feel like black men use black women as a crutch oof, oof. am i wrong <laughs> no am i snitching no. and i think it's oh, i'm snitching oh i'm snitching oh Damn, i'm snitching <laughs> i'm snitching no it's it's like we've we've have some kind of way glorified the struggle as black women i i rebuke that 
I rebuke that <laughs> so much. Even though I am a helper and I help people through their struggles, yes. I don't take on my clients' struggles when I work with them. I don't take on my friends' struggles when I help them with them. I'm just like a, I, I'm just a helper, so I do what I can, but not I don't overdo it. But like, there was a point where I did that to myself. I would, you know, women we will put ourselves on the cross sometimes and just really just put ourselves through it. You know, and I, I'm done with the struggle. That's too much. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I mean, I I'm appreciate done. what these women done did for me. Like now that I'm like older, and I, I had like I had to take accountability for like a lot of shit that I done pulled and got away with. Because a lot of dudes gonna keep doing stupid shit if you don't check them. Yes, because, that's why boundaries are important. Because <laughs> the crazy shit about dudes is, especially myself, I can't really speak for a lot of dudes, but. I knew a lot of shit that I was doing was not cool. Mm-hmm. But nobody's holding me accountable for none of my shit, so I'm going to keep it going. Mm-hmm. But then not it's like. Yourself? You didn't hold yourself accountable? Fuck either. no. Nobody's checking me. If nobody's you checking check me. You check you? Eh, no. You know you're doing wrong. You know in your heart of hearts that you were doing wrong, and you was waiting for somebody else to tell you you was doing wrong? No, that but. That sounds like kid shit. That sounds like a child. True. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. I agree, but with dudes, it's like, okay, well, shit, if she cool, if she cool with it, I'm cool with it. But I, mm-hmm. but the thing about dudes, we don't we don't ever really think that that woman is going to walk away from us, for real. We think if we go buy her something, Ooh. put some dick up in her, or say sorry like 30, 40 times. Mm-hmm. Okay, she ain't gonna move around, you know. She, I got her back this time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna get her back the same way. And then it's like when she say, "Nah, my nigga, I'm finna go. Like move, my nigga. Like my ride outside. Get the fuck out my way." <laughs> you like, oh, you done for real? Cause niggas, I've done it. I'm niggas. Oh, so you do yeah. for real? So you do for real? I don't even pull this shit. Oh, so you gonna leave me like everybody else? Cause niggas will do that. Ooh, that's so awesome. <laughs> I'm snitching. Fuck. I'm snitching. Let me be quiet. Uh, uh, but you know, I've been through that. I've been through that on the one on 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 the women's side. Talk so about I, it. I know, Talk about it. Talk about it. We gonna leave, and y'all think that we not gonna leave, and then when we finally pack everything up in that U-Haul truck and get the hell out of Dodge, y'all gonna be crying, blowing up phones. Throwing a temper tantrum. Trying to fuck Some every- even get to the point of getting assaultive and scary. You know what I'm saying? Nah, some dudes they try to fuck everything to like hurt to mask that hurt and that shit. Yes. You know, <laughs> after you done and you done nutted on yourself, you <laughs> you you back sad, bro. <laughs> yeah, like and but you can't blame anyone in that sense. As far as accountability, if you know that you done done wrong over and over again, you done pushed her boundaries, you've extended her, overextended her, gaslit her life to her, maybe even cheated on her, yeah. maybe even hurt her mentally. I've done all of that shit. I've done all, all this. that stuff. You expect somebody to stay with you, and you will cut up about it after you didn't. You didn't really acted a fool on her, and she's gave you multiple chances. And you know what? She should have gave you. She should gave you no chances. But that women just we love just to be. <laughs> y'all are forgiving, man. Y'all are the most. Y'all are the most forgiving creatures you know? ever. But yeah, no, you can't. And that's something I think women need to work on in themselves is just like putting those hard boundaries and leaving at the first sign of those red flags go up and we just got to be like, all right, go really? Yes. What because if-, if you're going to continue to, if I state my boundaries to you, I state what my expectations are for you for this relationship and you show signs that you don't respect me enough to, to, to just 
and we don't I don't think most women are really asking for a lot how would you not cheat on me not scream on me communicate effectively with me spend time with me and love me and then you can't even do those five things and why the hell am I here to struggle no thanks get you know you can go and you teach people how to treat you you show you tell people how you want to be treated and if they don't align with that then you can always leave you don't have to stay you know sheesh it's it's the truth it's one of the reasons why i'm single at the at this moment is because i can see the red flags and i can tell myself you see these and if you're willing to stay with these you're doing yourself a disservice because you're setting yourself up to get hurt because this person doesn't respect you enough okay. and then you go and you bounce so are you and, leaving on the first red flag like signing <clears throat> um at this point i'm old so yeah Damn. I'm, not, I'm not gonna let I, you know I'm fine being single so you know if I'm gonna let you into my life and you just come with the bullshit yeah. I'm I fine without you okay that makes sense okay yeah got you, you. know got you it's like I don't need bullshit I'm, my life is pretty great what do I you know, take a man on just to have one and he's driving crazy hell no <laughs> <laughs> that's not my ministry <laughs> But that makes sense, don't it? It like, does. Do it does. Else but that? Dudes don't want to accept that, though. I, I, I'm, I'm not okay with accepting that. Mm-hmm. I want Why? you to love me past my fuck ups, but that's not realistic. Because I knew what I was doing, all this shit I was doing. Mm-hmm. The conscious, like, bro, you know damn well if you get caught. Mm-hmm. You, this shit not gonna go the way you think it's gonna go. So, bro, take your ass home. Mm-hmm. But then you get your ass in the car anyway. You go over there, right? So, mm. dudes be knowing what the fuck they doing. Shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, they do. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like if a man asks you to change something, mm-hmm. do you take it as control or he actually fuck with you? It depends on what he's asking. Okay, so if I'm asking you to, like, change, like, your perfume or, like, your hair color or, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, just something that, like, something like, like something outwardly, something on the outside. So, just, just the way I look. Yeah. I'd ask him his motivations first, like, why? <laughs> uh, so why? you, so you, ask, so you just say, "Hey, Jermaine, why?" And I say, "Kelly, well, I feel like you could look like this. I, I, I picture you looking like this. Like, I can see you looking a whole. You already look good because you do, mm-hmm. but I see you like you, you would look crazy better mm-hmm. with like some highlights or you know. What I'm saying I don't like the fact that you keep wearing like this Bath and Body Works like ass perfume, like." You you got hey yo my you got a bag go go get some real shit don't go to the mall mm-hmm. go to the store and get you like some real perfume don't keep coming around me smelling like that okay so here's the thing if you feel that way then I would I hey if you like oh she's smelling like you know warm vanilla sugar and that can be a headache like Bath and Body Works smell like old lady okay um find a perfume that you like for her that you think smells wonderful give it to her as a gift. Another gift for nothing. And say, hey man, I want you to try to wear that. We're going out tonight. Wear this beautiful yeah. She likes it. She loves it. She'll wear it more often, right? But women be asking, like, why? And it's like. Yeah, because you kind of want to know why. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like what the. It's common sense, though. I don't like, I don't like what you wear. That shit smells terrible. 
Because with the thing about men that women need to kind of realize, because on my podcast I say bitch a lot, and I don't think I've said bitch like not one time since we men you've been talking. So mm-hmm. that kind of that kind of shows my respect for you right now. Um, but bitches, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Men don't put on cologne for bitches and hoes. Mm-hmm. You know who put cologne on for? Mm-hmm. Women. Mm-hmm. So if I'm asking you to change this smell because I want you to smell better than this cheap shit, mm-hmm. then that's just what it is. But if I, that's like if a uh, dude, you don't have no titties, right? Not talking about mm-hmm. you. But if a dude say, hey, I got a bag, I'm going to send you somewhere, get your titties done, or get your ass mm-hmm. done, or whatever. And you say, oh, no, nah, I'm cool. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the the best place in the world. And you're like, no, nah, I'm cool. That, you got to, like I said earlier in the, the uh, argument, mm-hmm. you have to take what's going to come with that. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just saying you have to, you know, accept it or put up with what he's talking about. But you have to accept the fact you you, you don't have no ass and no titties. And you said no to him getting, getting your shit done because he's going to be with you because he fuck with you for real. Mm-hmm. He going to go fuck other women that got ass and titties. And he's not going to be able to stop. That is so odd because you met me with Nary. If I was that woman, you met me with no ass and no breasts. And now all of a sudden you need ass and breasts. I thought you accepted me when you first found me. You could have just let my flat ass, flat titty self be and go find <laughs> the woman you want. Instead of trying to change me into the woman that she want me to be when she, you was perfectly fine with her. No, it's not about that. It's just the fact that if a dude fall in love with your personality... Mm-hmm. And yo, because like I said, I can, I can, I fell in love off of off of, off of vibes. That's like real shit where you can really meet somebody and you feel like you've met them, you've known them years. Right. So if a dude see you off of your vibes and you don't want, you don't want your dude to like go cheat on you with somebody that mm-hmm. don't look like you. So mm-hmm. he trying to help you like get up there to his standard of how you look, but still keep that vibe. And you just like, nah, he gonna go fuck something else. Mm-hmm. And that's like, mm. Mm. yeah, mm-hmm. I don't too much care for you know that wording. If you go fuck, fuck somebody else because you don't look like what he likes, but he like you, what? Hey, it's niggas out here that do it, ma. If he like <laughs> me, I, that's the thing I know, and it's a very shallow thing, right? Because it makes you feel like you're not enough in your form, even though he loves who you are. Yeah. He doesn't love certain things about you, which I mean, you know, you can pick and choose what you like about people, but like it's the aesthetics of it. Like if you're everything he needs emotionally, you do what you got to do. Y'all are very enmeshed and very in tune with each other. It's a healthy relationship, whatever. And then one day he comes to be like, you're not enough. That would hurt the ego of the woman because you're like, I thought everything was cool. And now you tell me that. You know, you're coveting these other women who don't look like me, and that hurts because I, you say you love me. Yeah. But do you really, if you're trying to change actual, like, it's one thing to go get some highlights in your hair. Yeah. It's one thing to change your perfume, but you're asking me to undergo major surgery. They can <laughs> you probably know, kill you. Potentially. They can probably kill you. Yeah. You know, that's an extreme, but, you know, risk my life to meet a certain aesthetic that you find pleasing in this moment. And y'all when still I, might break up, so. <laughs> Yeah, you might break up, and now you just sitting over here full of <laughs> silicone and siliconed up. So what happened? You over with the Nicki Minaj ass? Yeah, you over here <laughs> with, with a pamper in the bag, you know, <laughs> looking crazy, and and you know you did all of this, and for what? You know when 
you know and i feel like you know if you have a certain aesthetic that you like this is kind of like an offshoot but if you like a certain aesthetic of person you know it's really it, we talked about shrinking dating pools that's another shrinking dating pool yeah you like a certain type of person he got to be over six two uh Women are brown skin, wears change, only wears a certain, you don't like long hair, you like a, a dude with a fade, but it's a certain kind, he has to have two chains on, wears Nike dry fit all the time, J's on his feet, ring on to both hands, that's a very specific dude. Did you meet that guy one time and you're still looking for that one? You got the fuck away from me. You know? So you shrink your dating pool the more that you get oddly specific you should definitely look outside of aesthetics for the people that you want to date because like you get hyper specific and it's like two people you know so i don't know where i was going with that but that was just something no that was good sometimes the the opposite of your type quote-unquote that'd be the that'd be the motherfucker you really fall for is the opposite yeah the unexpected person A completely uh, like an outlier you know a combo breaker whatever you want to call them where it, they saw completely out of the aesthetic but it's a really good person for you so i think you should kind of like reach outside of aesthetics and try to find people you mesh with in a healthy way and also i had this conversation with a homegirl she used to go off to like thuggish dudes you know a certain type of dude you know and she met this guy that she really liked she was like he's not really my type and i was yeah. like i looked at her and i was like are you been dating your type since i've known you and I don't think your type is your type because you don't even last with them dudes. Yeah. You know? But this guy's like really outside of the norm of who she dates. But they have a really great and honest and really awesome relationship. They communicate super well. They're very honest. They're very loving. And I was like, but she would have just skipped him over for the same dude you've been dating for the past five years since I've known you. You know? You've been married Because he wasn't quote unquote your type. They can close you off to a lot of good people. Okay, we almost an hour in. Last oh question, because I know you gotta go. What are I you, do, I do. With what me. are you, What are your love languages and why? Uh, what's that? What are your love languages and why? Um, gifts, quality time, and acts of service. Gifts, because who doesn't like receiving and giving gifts? That's one of my favorite things. Go digger. Um, acts of service, because you know I can't do it all sometimes, and I really like a helpmate with some things that I can't get done. You know, okay. And quality time, because um, I like to spend time with folks and enjoy things together, and people enjoy things together. So that's why. Okay. All right. Well, wrap this up. Plug your Twitter. Let them know they can find you. Tell me your name. Where you at? Uh, I'm sorry. Can you say it one more time? You broke T- up just a little bit. Tell me your name. Where you at? Where they can find you? Love your shit. Hi. Uh, my name is Kelly. You can find me on Twitter at R-U-D underscore K-E-L. You can also find me on Instagram at that same name. Yeah. Follow me. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. There's no problem. You better follow me back on IG though. Oh, did you follow me? No. I'm going to follow you after I hang this shit up. I bet. See you on Twitter. All right. Love. All right. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Bye.